Good morning for Monday, December 6th, 2010. This is the New York Times Audio Digest, presented by Audible. Here's what's on the front page today. U.S. allies resist cutting terrorists' cash. As the U.S. leaves, Iraqis suffer economic toll. And deal to extend Bush's tax cuts is seen as near. In today's national headlines, after many stent procedures, there are multiple lawsuits. Same-sex initiative reaches the next legal hurdle, and Kentucky sees Noah's Ark theme park as a boon to its economy. In today's business stories, tax bite fear puts bonuses on the table early. Studio executives battle to save Narnia from the sequel fatigue, and web advertisers fear the do-not-track system. There will be more business news along with more national and international stories, a roundup from the weekend action of sports and New York Times columnist Paul Krugman. Now from the editors of the New York Times, here are the stories on today's front page. The top story is titled, U.S. Allies Resist Cutting Terrorist Cash, reported by Eric Lichtblau and Eric Schmidt from Washington. Nine years after the United States vowed to shut down the money pipeline that finances terrorism, Senior Obama administration officials say they believe that many millions of dollars are flowing largely unimpeded to extremist groups worldwide, and they have grown frustrated by resistance from allies in the Middle East, according to secret diplomatic dispatches. The government cables, sent by Secretary of State Hillary Rodham Clinton and senior State Department officials, catalog a long list of methods that American officials suspect terrorist financiers are using from a brazen armed bank robbery in Yemen last year to kidnappings for ransom, drug proceeds in Afghanistan, and religious pilgrimages to Mecca, where millions of rials or other forms of currency change hands. While American officials in their public statements have been relatively upbeat about their progress in disrupting terrorist financing, the internal State Department cables obtained by WikiLeaks and made available to several news organizations offer a more pessimistic account with blunt assessments of the threats to the United States for money flowing to militants affiliated with al-Qaeda, the Taliban, Hamas, Lashkar-e-Taiba, and other groups. A classified memo sent by Clinton last December made it clear that residents of Saudi Arabia and its neighbors, all U.S. allies, are the chief financial supporters of many extremist activities. It has been an ongoing challenge to persuade Saudi officials to treat terrorist financing emanating from Saudi Arabia as a strategic priority, the cable said, concluding that donors in Saudi Arabia constitute the most significant source of funding to Sunni terrorist groups worldwide. The dispatch and others offered similarly grim views about the United Arab Emirates, a strategic gap that terrorists can exploit, Qatar, the worst in the region on counterterrorism, and Kuwait, a key transit point. The cable stressed the need to generate the political will necessary to block money to terrorist networks, groups that she said were threatening stability in Pakistan and Afghanistan and targeting coalition soldiers. While President George W. Bush frequently vowed to cut off financing for militants and pledged to make financiers as culpable as terrorists who carried out plots, President Obama has been far less vocal on the issue, publicly, as he sought to adopt a more conciliatory tone with Arab nations. But his administration has used many of the same covert diplomatic, intelligence and law enforcement tools as its predecessor, and set up a special task force in the summer of 2009 to deal with the problem. While officials can point to some successes, 
prosecutions, seizures of money, and tightened money laundering regulations in foreign countries, the results have often been frustrating. As the United States has pushed for more crackdowns on suspected supporters of terrorism, foreign leaders have pushed back. In private meetings, they've accused American officials of heavy-handedness and of presenting thin evidence of wrongdoing, according to the cables. We're trying to do our best, Prince Mohammed bin Nayef, who leads the Saudis' anti-terrorism activities, was quoted as telling Richard Holbrook, the special representative to the region, in a May 2009 meeting. But, he said, if money wants to go to terrorist causes, it will go.